It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. World Soccer Talk Radio is with you right here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Thanks for subscribing to us on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and WorldSoccerTalk.com. Check out the website for all of the fantastic soccer journalism within. And you can listen to the show via WorldSoccerTalk.com. A special hello to the men and women listening overseas on the American Forces Network. My name is Nate Abarea, your host of World Soccer Talk Radio. Find me on Twitter at NateWST. Find us all on Twitter at World Soccer Talk and at Sports Byline USA. Ben Littleton is our guest in this edition of the show. Ben has written for Sports Illustrated, Time Magazine, The Guardian. He's a director with Soccernomics, our good friends at uh, Soccernomics. But his new book entitled 12 Yards, The Art and Psychology of the Perfect Penalty Kick. That is what we're talking all about today. This is going to be one of the most unique shows that we've had in in the short but strong history of World Soccer Talk Radio. Cannot wait to talk with Ben about so many different aspects of his book, including the line that every soccer player who ever is going to have to take a penalty kick in his life should watch every Sergio Leone Spaghetti Western. You're going to gain something by watching The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and every other Sergio Leone Spaghetti Western. That's right. If you want to be a penalty kick taker of the highest quality. Cannot wait to talk with Ben. We got to talk real quickly about Jose Mourinho destroying Rafa Benitez. Our own Amadi Cham was uh, at the Chelsea-Barcelona match last night. And actually got to get some great uh, quotes from Jose. Rafa taking over. Rafa Benitez taking over his third Jose former club Rafa's wife comes out publicly and says that Rafa Benitez commonly cleans up Jose's messes Rafa taking over Inter Milan back in the day Chelsea and now now Real Madrid and so Jose came back with this quote I'm not laughing because her husband went to Chelsea to replace Roberto Di Matteo, and he went to Madrid and replaced Carlo Ancelotti. The only club where her husband replaced me was Inter Milan. Where in six months, he destroyed the best team in Europe at the time. And for her also to think about me and to speak about me, I think she needs to occupy her time. And if she takes care of her husband's diet, she will have less time to speak about me. Oh, I love you, Jose. Rafa Benitez, remember that Richard Pryor bit? He never wins a fight, but he's always fighting. That's Rafa Benitez. You're going to get beat again, Rafa. Take it easy. We love you, Jose. Oh, my goodness. Ben Littleton with us on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. 
Are you sick and tired of paying more than 100 bucks a month for your TV bill? Well, if so, I've got the solution for you. It's called Fubo TV, and it's the best way to watch the greatest leagues from around the world. Fubo TV is a legal and affordable streaming service that delivers live and on-demand HD broadcasts of BN Sports, Goal TV, Benfica TV, and more. That means you can watch La Liga, Serie A, the Bundesliga, Liga, Copa America, and more. With Fubo TV, the broadcast stream to your computer, smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Amazon Fire TV. Plus, Fubo TV works with Chromecast, so you can cast the games to your TV set. Best of all, Fubo TV is offering a two-week free trial, so you can watch as much soccer as you like. Go to fubo.tv slash radio and sign up today. And if you love what you see, a monthly subscription to Fubo TV is only $6.99 per month. So sign up at fubo.tv slash radio right now. F-U-B-O dot TV slash radio. And start enjoying the best soccer from around the world at home, work, or on the go. Soccer fans, I have a question for you. Which is the only soccer network in the United States that shows games from Ajax, PSP, Colo Colo, Benfica, Zenit, and other teams? The answer is NGSN, a brand new online sports network that offers live and on-demand games from seven different leagues from around the world for free, no strings attached. With your free 90-day trial, you can watch as many league games from the following countries as you like. Holland, Portugal, Russia, Chile, Bolivia, Ecuador, and Venezuela. NGSN is the only place you can watch Eredivisie games featuring star players such as Memphis Depay, Andres Guardado, Aaron Johansson, and many more. Plus all of the games from those leagues that are available on your Windows PC or Mac and your Apple iPhone or Android device. Commentaries are offered in English or Spanish, plus the games are in HD. Now, this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the United States. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 90-day trial to NGSN. No credit card is required. You just sign up and go. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. Musicians, it's back to school time at Guitar Center. Guitars, drums, keyboards, DJ, and more. Time to get the school gear you really want. This weekend, we're giving you a huge student discount. And you don't even need to be a student. Save up to 25% off qualifying products. Get deals like a Mitchell Acoustic Guitar for just 99 bucks. Dario Electric Guitar Strings, 10 sets for 29 bucks. Concert Ukuleles, only $79. Or Toka Djembe Drums, just 25 bucks. Don't miss Guitar Center's back-to-school savings, now through Sunday. World Soccer Talk Radio, back here with you on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. My name is Nate Abarea, our guest in this edition of the show, a writer for Sports Illustrated, Time Magazine, The Guardian, a director of Soccernomics, and his new book is creating quite the buzz, and I am quite excited to chat about this man's new book. It's entitled 12 Yards, The Art and Psychology of the Perfect Penalty Kick. It's Mr. Ben Littleton. Ben, how you doing, sir? I'm good, Nate. Thanks a lot. Nice to speak to you. Very good to have you on, and uh, let's get right in uh, to the new book of yours. Uh, talk about where you found the inspiration for this book and where the idea first came from. Well, it's been brewing for 20 years because as an Englishman, 
I'm all too used to my national team losing in a penalty shootout, as I'm sorry to say I saw happen to the USA at the weekend <laughs> against Panama in the World Cup, in the Gold Cup. I, I, I won't dwell on that. But uh, if you do have a spare copy of the book, I would suggest you send it to Jurgen Klinsmann. Now, essentially, uh, essentially, England have lost so many shootouts, six out of seven. The last time they lost was in 2012 at the Euros against Italy. And the last kick in that shootout was taken by Ashley Cole, the defender, who one month earlier had taken a penalty for Chelsea in the Champions League final. And he'd scored that penalty. And I was just confused as to how a guy took a penalty for Chelsea, looked great, looked confident, scored a fantastic penalty, could look like a totally different character one month later when he walked to the spot, he looked half a foot smaller, he was, uh, his body language was terrible, he struck an awful penalty, um, and it was all because he was wearing a different coloured shirt. I just wanted to get to the bottom of that, and the more I delved into it, the more answers I found. Well, the great Andrea Pirlo uh, took quite the memorable penalty uh, in that shootout, I remember, with Italy and England. Andrea scoring his on uh, what, what many people would call a, a Panenka penalty, one that you talk about quite a bit uh, in the book. Now, take us through the creative process of this book. The, the hand experience. Talk about how this thing really got created. Take us through the process. Well, I started off thinking, you know, it would be an exercise in, um, well, trying to improve the England team's record at penalties. And it could be a coaching tool uh, in terms of uh, technique and psychology for the England team. But the more I delved into it, the more I realized that other countries had exactly the same issues as the England team, Holland, for example, have a terrible record for, from penalties, and that's for a different reason from the English national team. Ghana, as well, are also historically appalling from 12 yards. And in fact, since the book has been published, both those sides have also lost in very important shootouts. Holland in the World Cup semi-final and Ghana in the final of the African Cup of Nations. And so there is something in some countries' DNA where it is affected. And the more I traveled and the more people I spoke to, I realized that everyone has a penalty story to tell. Everyone has a memorable penalty, a penalty hero, a penalty villain, a penalty mythology. And we create so many of our football stories around penalties and around these memories of, of moments like penalties, it's such a dramatic moment. It's very easy to remember where you were when you saw this penalty kick or this penalty shootout. It it's almost becomes the framing narrative to remember. Well, Ben, there's so many great quotes uh, within the book, and i got to ask you now, I know it's hard to, to pick and choose favorites, but w when you think back to all the interviews that you did and all the conversations that you had uh, as, you, as you created this fantastic piece of work, what are some of the ones that stand out, some of the most interesting and unique conversations that you had with, whether it's former players, coaches, even, even broadcasters and fans? Talk about some of your favorite uh, conversations creating this thing. Well, you mentioned Panenka, who was uh, the Czechoslovakian player in 1976 who invented a new type of penalty. He essentially chipped the ball very slowly down the middle of the goal. And at that time, no one used the middle of the goal as an option. It was either the left or the right. So not only did he invent a third option for 
for strikers to strike the ball. And even now, it's seen as a far better option than going left or right because most goalkeepers dive. In fact, goalkeepers only stay central 6% of the time, whereas penalties are struck down the middle 29% of the time. But Penenka, I spent a lot of time with and I asked him about um, you know the the methodology behind his kick, which which he spent two years practicing before he revealed it. Um, and he said two interesting things. One, that um, he felt it's it's only become known as a penenka this this penalty kick because his name is so easy to pronounce, <laughs> and it, it, it works in any language. If he'd had a more complicated um, name like many of his teammates, then he, he doesn't feel that it would have had the legs to to last as long as a legacy. But the other thing he said, which was even more interesting, I thought, was, uh, you know, I said, you must be really proud, you know, try and think of other players who have moves named after them. You know, you think of the Cruyff turn or the Papa volley, but even Messi or Ronaldo don't, don't have their own moves named after them. And Penenka has a, has a move, an action on the pitch named after him. He's like, well, not really. Um, you know, in, in fact, it almost overshadowed my whole career, this penalty. <laughs> I mean, in a good way. He's like, but also, I was a really good player. I scored lots of other great goals, and I created loads of goals. And So he felt that people only remember him for this. But, you know, in my eyes, it's better to be remembered for that than, uh, than A, nothing, but also B, missing a penalty, which is all, obviously also what happens... Clearly, when you're, you know, a player for your team misses a big, big penalty, and I'm not suggesting that someone like Demarcus Beasley's whole na- national team career is going to be remembered because his last kick in a, in the USMNT shirt was a was a penalty that was missed against Panama. But in big tournaments like World Cups, like Baggio in '94, uh, the European Championships, we think of Gareth Southgate in England in '96. A lot of these guys miss penalties, and it dominated their career but not only their career as a player but also after that so in in 1982 France played West Germany in the first World Cup penalty shootouts and one of the French villains was a guy called Didier Cisse who was a striker and and his penalty was saved and afterwards he was ushered out of the uh, of the France national team very quickly after that Uh, and then he retired and he couldn't get a job and he said afterwards, I felt that people looked at me differently simply because I missed this one kick. And the reason I didn't get a job as a coach in French football is because I was seen as mentally weak, like just not strong enough uh, in the mind simply because I missed a penalty. Now, you do need to be psychologically strong to take a penalty in a shootout and score it. But this is going totally the other way. People are extrapolating huge generalizations on people's characters because of one moment one kick and that's why it can be such a defining moment in a good way for someone like Penenka but in a really dramatic and poor a terrible way uh for someone like Didier Cisse well our uh, our good friend Eric Quinalda actually came out uh, the other day and brought up the fact after DeMarcus Beasley missed and mind you DeMarcus Beasley's miss for the U.S. national team was was in a third place gold cup match against Panama Eric Quinalda coming out and saying you know it still haunts me to this day my last touch for the U.S. men's national team and my national team career was a missed penalty in the 2000 gold cup so I mean it, it goes for so many different players and it's just an incredible you know swing of, of which way which way 
way it's going to go and how you're going to be defined by it and how it, it, it is individually, how, how people look themselves in the mirror and maybe can't get over uh, a, a penalty miss. Now, we, we've got only a minute before we got to head to break here, and you talk about it a little bit, the, the philosophical and psychological examination piece that this book is in so many ways. It's, and also, other ways, it's, it's a self-help book. I mean, how would you describe the purpose of this book? And, and again, we've got about a minute before we got to head to break here, Ben. Well, look, I spent two and a half years traveling the world researching this. So for me, penalty kicks are a metaphor for life. If you can <laughs> see the crossroads, if you can face the, the walk into your deepest and darkest fears, which is the walk from the center circle to the penalty spot, and still be successful after that, you can do anything. Uh, there are certain things you can do to improve that, um, that your chances of success, taking your time at moments of high pressure, making sure you're prepared, uh, practicing with purpose rather than just pretending and making a game of it, um, taking it seriously, uh, focusing on um, your routine and your execution rather than the outcome. You mustn't say, I must not miss, I must not miss, because then uh, you're more likely to miss, obviously, all these things. But yes, essentially, now I, I, li I live my life by this book and... Um, I suggest, well, I would suggest to start with other athletes do so on the sporting field, and then if it, if it works for them, maybe they can take it into their business life or, dare I say it, other, other areas of their life as well. <laughs> ben Littleton, the author of 12 Yards, The Art and Psychology of the Perfect Penalty Kick, with us here on World Soccer Talk Radio, taking a break. And when we get back, we're taking a trip to Dublin. We're going to Lansdowne Road, and we're talking about one of my favorite stories within this fantastic book back with more after this world soccer talk radio stay tuned soccer fans i have a question for you which is the only soccer network in the united states that shows games from ajax PSP, Colo Colo, Benfica, Zenit, and other teams? The answer is NGSN, a brand new online sports network that offers live and on-demand games from seven different leagues from around the world for free, no strings attached. With your free 90-day trial, you can watch as many league games from the following countries as you like. Holland, Portugal, Russia, Chile, Bolivia, Ecuador, and Venezuela. NGSN is the only place you can watch Eredivisie games featuring star players such as Memphis Depay, Andres Guardado, Aaron Johansson, and many more. Plus all of the games from those leagues that are available on your Windows PC or Mac and your Apple iPhone or Android device. Commentaries are offered in English or Spanish, plus the games are in HD. Now, this is a completely new and legal way to watch soccer games in the United States. Try it, and I think you'll be impressed. All you have to do is go to freesoccertrial.com and sign up today for your free 90-day trial to NGSN. No credit card is required. You just sign up and go. Again, that's freesoccertrial.com. Cheers. 
Are you sick and tired of paying more than 100 bucks a month for your TV bill? Well, if so, I've got the solution for you. It's called Fubo TV, and it's the best way to watch the greatest leagues from around the world. Fubo TV is a legal and affordable streaming service that delivers live and on-demand HD broadcasts of BN Sports, Goal TV, Benfica TV, and more. That means you can watch La Liga, Serie A, the Bundesliga, Ligue 1, Copa America, and more. With Fubo TV, the broadcast streamed to your computer, smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Amazon Fire TV. Plus, Fubo TV works with Chromecast, so you can cast the games to your TV set. Best of all, Fubo TV is offering a two-week free trial, so you can watch as much soccer as you like. Go to fubo.tv slash radio and sign up today. And if you love what you see, a monthly subscription to Fubo TV is only $6.99 per month. So sign up at fubo.tv slash radio right now. F-U-B-O dot TV slash radio. And start enjoying the best soccer from around the world at home, work, or on the go. Want to be the next great sports announcer? Check out Rabble.tv, where you call the action. You already know more than the guys on TV. It's time to show the world what you can do by sharing your insights and opinions about the sports you love. Like football, baseball, basketball, soccer, MMA, wrestling, and more. Everything from the biggest matchups in the world to a game right in your neighborhood. Join other Rabblers who are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. So mute the audio coming from that network guy who never liked your team anyway, and let us hear what you think. Rabble.tv. Nate Abarea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Twitter at World Soccer Talk and find me with the love mail and the hate mail at Nate WST. Ben Littleton is our guest at this edition of the show. His new book, 12 Yards, The Art and Psychology of the Perfect Penalty Kick. That is what we're talking all about on the show today. Ben, I got to go now to one of my favorite stories uh, within the book, and that was a halftime penalty kick competition at Lansdowne Road in Dublin against legendary Irish keeper Packy Bonner. A young Shea Given is also a part of this story. You are most definitely a part of this story. Uh, for the folks who haven't had a chance uh, to, to get inside the book yet, please do tell us a little bit more uh, about this day in Dublin. Okay, well, it's, uh, it's certainly a memorable one. I'm not sure if, if, if it is for the right reasons, but essentially I was there to interview <laughs> Shea Given shortly after he joined Newcastle, so I think it was about 15, 16 years ago, and... Um, I was invited to take part in a penalty shootout at halftime in front of 25,000 fans who were there to watch Given, who was an Irish hero, uh, still is, of course, uh, playing against Celtic in, uh, in a pre-season friendly. And my, my opponent in this shootout would be Paki Bonner, who um, saved a penalty in the um, 94 World Cup, wasn't it, um, in, in the USA in a shootout against Romania. So he knew a thing or two about saving penalties. And so I had two penalties to take about against Bonner. And this was, as I said, in front of 25,000 fans. So it was my first experience, really, of performing in front of a huge crowd. And for my first penalty, um, I opened, a, opened up my, my feet for a wide start and curled the ball into the far corner. I thought I did it really well. I was very confident. I wondered what all the fuss was about from penalty. This is, a, this is easy. This is a World Cup goalkeeper and... And an amateur like myself can just give him the eyes and send him the wrong way and score. So I didn't know what the problem was. What, what, what's Gareth Southgate going on about? What, why did Roberto Baggio miss a penalty? He was the best player in the world. I'm just an amateur. So then I thought my second penalty, 
The 25,000 fans are now taking me a bit more seriously. I thought I'd try Panenka, which is, of course, the, the slow chip down the middle of the goal that we discussed earlier. And while Panenka himself spent two years practicing and honing this technique, I had never practiced it once. And uh, that really showed because my run-up was all wrong. My feet got in a tangle as I approached the ball, and the ball barely left the ground to chip uh, towards the goal line. And in fact, it barely reached the goal line. Bonner could have done all he could to get out of the way of the ball and try not to save it, but there was nothing he could do because it inexorably just drifted very slowly towards him. He could, couldn't dive out of the way. He saved it, and uh, my humiliation was complete. So I s- suffered a, a, a great indignity, but I really um, enjoyed the glory of the first kick. It made me feel a million dollars. And then the second kick, I felt more like Didier Cease or Gareth Southgate, one of these guys that missed on a big stage. And it, it haunted me for a very long time. And this was a friendly match where you know there, there, there were no repercussions. There weren't millions of people watching at home. Uh, my family weren't humiliated or embarrassed because I didn't really tell them about it. And so for me, it, it left a great mark on, on me and my football career, such as it was. But you know, imagine if I'd have been a professional and done that. I failed Penenka. It doesn't really get much worse than that. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, as a high school coach, I, I, I think about it for, for years to this day, the one time where, where my keeper on my high school team saved one of mine at the training ground. I still can't get over that. That was three years ago in, in Eureka, California. Can't even imagine what you were thinking that day in Dublin in front of 25,000 people. Now, what came next in the book is one of my favorite lines of, of so many great ones within this thing. Like a true Englishman, I had failed to practice correctly. Well, I was hardly going to be able to recreate the same atmosphere and pressure in my back garden, was I? Ah, now you're opening up one of my favorite never-ending arguments in the world of soccer. Do you, Ben, consider it pointless to practice penalties because it's maybe impossible to replicate the intensity and the pressure of that actual moment. Of course not. Speak to any elite sportsman. This is a central tenet of my book. If you speak to any elite sportsman, speak to a Ryder Cup golfer and ask him, does he ever practice holding eight-foot putts, even though the conditions are not going to be the same as if you're trying to putt to win the Open, the Masters, or the Ryder Cup? What about uh, a, a tennis player practicing his second serve would you say don't practice your second serve because it's not the same as when you're practicing a second serve on match point to win the u.s open roland garros or wimbledon of course you have to practice you have to practice so much that it becomes second nature uh, as part of your muscle memory and there's a very memorable picture that was taken uh, of the england training camp in 2006 during the world cup campaign um in germany where they were practicing taking penalties under Sven Joran Eriksson, and, and there were 10 players crowded around the edge of the penalty area, all with a ball at their feet. And they were just waiting for the penalty spot to be vacated so they could just you know, dribble the ball up to the, the spot, take a penalty. But that's not how penalties work. You don't just stand on the edge of the area and dribble the ball up. You have to walk 40 yards, sometimes 50 yards, to the spot. And you then have to take a penalty against the goalkeeper. 
England were practicing it in totally different conditions. And then they had a penalty shootout against Portugal in that tournament. And they missed three penalties. And one of the guys who missed a penalty was Jamie Carragher, who didn't even wait for the referee to blow his whistle. In fact, he was so nervous, he just turned around after his marking his spot and kicked the ball and took a good penalty. But he, he took it illegally because the goalkeeper wasn't ready. And one of the things I discovered with England in penalties is that their reaction time is so quick from the referee blowing his whistle to say, you can take the penalty when you're ready now, to them starting their run-up to get it over with because they're so nervous. It's, on average, 0.28 seconds. And by comparison, Usain Bolt's reaction time is 0.18 seconds. These guys would be great sprinters, but not so great in a penalty environment because you need to be controlled. You need to kick the ball when you're ready. And you actually need to not rush. You need to take your time. And that's something that England players singularly fail to do. And of course, it's easy because if you're an England coach, you just say you can't practice it, you can't replicate it. And also, my worst thing, shootouts are just a matter of luck. It's just a lottery. I don't believe that's the case. I don't believe that's the case either. And again, one of my favorite arguments that I get in so much, and with many guests on the show, and we've had both ends of the spectrum as far as the opinion department in this regard, and some people bring up putts in golf and free throws in the National Basketball Association. You know, should a player not practice free throws because he's not going to be able to replicate 20,000 fans screaming at him or a second serve in tennis? All these, all these analogies work. And what I love is that you then go in to various English managers and players and their quotes that go straight to the topic that we're discussing right now. Now, we've only got two minutes before we got to head to break, so we got to keep this relatively brief, but I'll, I'll bring up uh, a great one here. This is from Glenn Hoddle in 1998. You can never recreate on the training ground the circumstances of the shootout. You go eight years later to Sven Jorn Eriksson. We practice penalties so much, I really don't know what more we could do about it. I mean, what do you make about the, the juxtaposition there? I think, it's, I think it's obvious. I think these guys have an excuse. And I think that if a team loses on a penalty shootout, the coach has to take some responsibility. But it's a brilliant get-out for England coaches in years gone by, in fact, for any coach, because he can just say, well... You know, that, that was, that was just unlucky. And I think coaches should take it a step further. They should be totally responsible for picking which players take the penalties and in which order. And often that's not the case. You, sometimes you hear a coach saying, well, I let the players decide, which for me is an abdication of responsibility because the coach should know his players and should know their mindset better than the, the players know themselves. But in some cases, the coach should actually tell the players where to kick the ball. Because for non-regular penalty takers who aren't used to this situation, it just gives them one less thing to worry about. If they're walking to the spot saying, oh, I'll kick left, I'll kick left, oh, maybe I'll kick right because I'm not used to it, I don't really know, they're going to be concerned about that. When in fact all they need to worry about is their routine of execution and when they spot the ball and how many steps they take back to run up and the deep breath they take after the referee blows his whistle. If the coach has the authority and, and the responsibility upon himself to tell that player, I've seen you in training, I've watched you, I know you're better at kicking penalties to this side, kick it to the right, I know the goalkeeper's patterns and trends, I know he's more likely to dive to the other side, then it gives the player one less thing to worry about. So for me, coaches cannot just say, oh, well, let's leave it to the players. 
for them, they have to take responsibility as well. The coach has got to take responsibility. One of my favorite quotes here, and we'll end this segment on this. This is from 1996 from Gareth Southgate himself. I was surprised that the coach had picked me to take one. I had never practiced taking penalties and had only taken one in my entire life before that, which I'd missed. Oh, my goodness. We're back with more with Ben Littleton on the other side of this break. World Soccer Talk Radio. Don't go anywhere. your summer going strong with great savings right now at Lowe's. Like $30 off select Project Source Vanities, now only $39. Plus save up to $20 off select Paint and Primer, Stain and Sealant, and Resurfacers. Don't miss out on summer's biggest savings at Lowe's. Lowe's, never stop improving. Vanity offer valid 722 through 84. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. Paint offer valid 722 through 817. Valid on 114 through 640 fluid ounce containers only. See store Lowe's.com for details and exclusions. U.S. only. Health insurance is on everybody's mind right now. You either don't have it or you have it and you think it's too expensive. And you probably feel like you don't have any options. We can help. We are the Health Markets Insurance Agency. We offer health insurance plans from major carriers nationwide and likely have a plan that can save you money. Whether you're self-employed, on a COBRA plan that's about to expire, or you simply don't have health insurance where you work and you need it, the Health Markets Insurance Agency can help you. Our agents will help you find coverage you can afford. Health Markets Insurance Agency is an authorized agency in all 50 states, including the District of Columbia. Plans may not be available in all states. 800-614-1242. Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership. After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone. You've made plans for the future. College for the kids, retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if? Wait till something happens to your family. Or make sure you're ready with coverage by calling Protectum Insurance Specialists. Get term life insurance, accident insurance, critical illness insurance, all in one. Just minutes on the phone. No medical exams, no health questions, and guaranteed acceptance. It's coverage you don't get from your health insurance. Call for a free quote. 800-473-0563. Get cash fast directly to you when you need it and use it for whatever you want. Call toll free. 800-473-0563. 800-473-0563. Are you tired of network announcers who are clearly pulling for the other team? Check out Rabble.tv, a new kind of television experience where you are in control of the audio. Rabble.tv allows users like you to broadcast your insights and opinions about sports and entertainment, free from the restraint of network predictability. Rabblers are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. Mute your TV and do your own play-by-play, provide running commentary, or just banter with your buddies. Or you can listen to other fans who love your team as much as you do. It's live. It's new. It's Rabble. Rebel.tv. Nate Abarea back here with you on World Soccer Talk Radio Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Tonight, Tottenham Hotspur 
will take on the MLS All-Star team at 9 p.m. Eastern time here in the good old U.S. of A. and World Soccer Talk Radio. Listeners, I'd like to invite you to join my good friend Matt Lichtenstadter as he'll be sharing his thoughts and opinions during the game live on Rabble.tv. Rabble, the concept is simple. Turn the match on on the TV, mute the TV, head on over to Rabble, listen to Matt call the game. Talk about a conflict for Matt. This is going to be sensational listening to Matt tonight. He's a Tottenham supporter who covers Major League Soccer for a living. So that is going to be some fantastic stuff with Matt on Rabble.tv. You can listen on your desktop, through your iOS app, and now through your mobile browser. Join in by posting your questions or observations in the comment section. Be a part of these Rabble casts. They are fantastic, whether it's Matt or the host of other fantastic contributors that have done games, done soccer games on Rabble in recent weeks. Or create your own broadcast. Get involved with Rabble. Call one of your team's games. It's easy. Sign up for free today and try it out. Rabble.tv. MLS All-Stars taking on Tottenham tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. Join Matt Lichtenschotter live on Rabble.tv. Ben Littleton, the author of 12 Yards, the art and psychology of the perfect penalty kick, is our guest in this edition of World Soccer Talk Radio. Got to talk to you now, Ben, about the... Part of the book that addresses how Spaghetti Westerns, specifically Sergio Leone produced Spaghetti Westerns, can help a penalty kick taker. Would you care to elaborate on this, Ben? <laughs> well, yes, uh, it, it is a bit of a digression, but I think it's important. One of the reasons why um, I think we remember penalty shootouts so much is because they are very similar to the dramatic term that has the same name, a shootout. At the end of every Spaghetti Western, we have a shootout. And the cinematography, the, the way that the shootout is filmed, is very similar to the framing of a sports penalty shootout. We, folk, we get a close-up of the protagonist's eyes, where they're looking, their sweat, the beads of sweat dripping off their forehead, um, the, the little... Sh- twitches they have or you know superstitions they have they might have a twitchy finger or they might as Ronaldo sometimes does like to kiss the ball or pull up their socks or whatever it is but it's a moment of intense scrutiny where we're clearly just looking at their eyes and their face and their reactions and often you you look at that moment and you think no he's not going to score that is he he doesn't look, he doesn't look like he's going to score just like when you watch a shootout in a spaghetti western you think uh, he, he's not going to get. The, he's not going to pull pull the trigger quick enough on this one. And and what to me was interesting as I investigated this, I found that there were quite a lot of similarities in the way that the narrative works, um, the fact that you get heroes and villains, um, all, all this kind of stuff. And in some cases, in the reality of a sports situation, rather than the created reality, uh, the the, the creation of a film, what happens in the shootout almost overrides the whole action that has gone before. So there's certain matches that have taken place where we remember the shootout, and because a certain team won the shootout, we actually forgot what happened in the rest of the game. It becomes more important, really, what happened in the shootout. So we see... Um, a game like, I'm trying to think of a game, like in 1991, the Champions League or European Cup final, as it was then, uh, between Marseille and Red Star Belgrade, was a really boring game. But Marseille were far the better team, but they lost the shootout. So we only now remember that Red Star Belgrade 
were the winners. They won, they lifted the trophy, and that's all great. But we don't remember anything else about the game. We don't remember that Marseille deserved to win, they should have won it, um, and, it and it was theirs. And the, the same for, for Argentina um, against Italy in the 1990 World Cup semi-final. Um, Argentina were terrible in that game. They fouled Italy all over the pitch, and yet they won the shootout, and we kind of forget that Italy probably were the better side and deserved to win, if not that game, and then potentially the whole tournament themselves. So it can totally change our, our memory of the game. So this idea of penalties changing memories, the importance of narrative, um, it, it's just... So exciting. It's, it's like a duel between the shooter and the goalkeeper. That's very old fashioned element where there are certain regulations in place. You have to wait till both parties are ready. You're wearing a uniform, which in a way is very similar to military uniforms as well. They're insignias on the strips. They're badges to represent certain things. The general of your side, the coach is on the sidelines with his own um, initials on his on his um, shirt to, to denote his status. It's all very kind of military and ritualized in a way like a shootout itself. I'll tell you what, Ben, every time I see a match go to penalties now, I'm just going to hear Blondie from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly as, as, as each player walks up. Every, yeah, every gun makes its own tune. That's right. Now, you segue into something here, Ben, and this is, this is the million-dollar question here. Is it fair for soccer games to end with penalties? Because we go, I, I want to go back real quick. Before you answer this, I want to go back to, to what we talked about in the last segment about you know practicing penalties and how people say you know hey it's like putts in golf or, or like free throws in basketball or a second serve on on the tennis court. Well, it wouldn't be right for for a basketball game to end in a free throw shooting contest. It would not be justifiable for a a golf match to end in in a putting contest. Why is it that that in soccer in in world football we find find ourselves okay with these incredible games, these European Cup finals, for God's sake, these World Cup finals ending on something like a penalty shootout? Hang on a minute. I would say that a golf tournament does end on a putting contest because even if it goes to a playoff, they have four holes. It's still who putts best wins it. You can still lose it on, on how you putt. And the extra time element in, in football is that playoff element. And if you can't separate the sides then, you separate them on the putting green, which is essentially a shootout, which for me is football boiled down to its essence. It's pure football, nothing else. You're stripping the, the whole game clear of tackles, fluidity, teamwork. It comes down to one person kicking the ball to past one other person. It's shooter, goalkeeper, goal and ball. It doesn't get any simpler than that. And the, the notion of fairness is one I address quite a lot by speaking to a lot of referees who award or don't award penalties. But also I spoke to some players who played in the 1994 World Cup final, Italy against Brazil. This was the first World Cup final to go to penalties. And after the game, Sepp Blatter, who's uh, been in the news for other reasons recently and probably has more pressing matters at the moment to address than the, this issue of penalty shootouts. But after <laughs> the game, he said... It's an unfair way to decide a World Cup. I'm going to look for another solution. And that was 21 years ago. 
he couldn't think of anything better. He couldn't come up with anything better. He set up task force to look into it. But one of the guys I spoke to um, about this was was Daniele Massaro, who was an Italian striker who took a penalty against Brazil. Now, Roberto Baggio is the guy we remember for missing the decisive penalty when he missed in Pasadena that sealed Italy's fate in Brazil, won the trophy. And he said after the game, unsurprisingly, it's unfair to decide a game this big on penalties, even though he was normally a brilliant penalty technician. So I asked the question to Massaro. I said, is it fair that your team lost on penalties? And Massaro, by the way, also missed a penalty. We don't remember him because he got away with it because Baggio missed and Franco Baresi, the, the, the storied centre-back who was their captain, also missed. So there were three players that missed, but Massaro was the guy who got away with it because the two stars of the side were the ones that missed. And I even said to him, I said, look, is it fair? And he said, yes, it is. It's the, it's the fairest way. It's, it doesn't feel fair if you're the loser, but it is the fairest way. And, you know, having said that, Italy won a World Cup 22 years later in 2006 on penalties in a shootout in the final. So, you know, it can go in swings and roundabouts, but I found it fascinating that a guy who'd missed a penalty in the World Cup final, and you're talking about a penalty that you missed three years ago in an amateur game. I'm still haunted by my penalty miss 16 years ago in a, in a you know, in a nothing competition at half time in front of 20,000 fans, 25,000 fans. But this is a guy who missed in the World Cup final. We always remember it. And there were, you know, billions of people watching it at home. And even he said, I think it's a fair way to decide a match. And for drama and excitement, you yourself would agree, it does not get better. It does not get better at all, and I'll never forget the classic cliche I've, I've heard from so many people, and you hear it almost every time as, as a penalty shootout starts up in, in a big match, in, in a big tournament. There's always that line, gotta have a winner, gotta have a winner. It's one of those nights where we gotta have a winner, and this is how we are going to get there. It is such a fascinating psychological discussion, and uh, let folks know now where they can get the book, Ben. Talk about where folks can, can get a hold of this thing and uh, hopefully give you a little feedback on it. Oh, thank you. Yes, well, I'm hoping that it's, in, uh, it's, it's uh, available at all um, good bookshops in the U.S. and uh, some probably not so good ones as well. But it's also available on Amazon, Amazon.com. I would say slash 12 yards is the, is the place to get it if you're interested in it. And you don't have to be interested just in, in soccer to get it because it covers sports, psychology, um, science it's not just a football book so it's uh, it covers everything and uh, Ben talk about where folks uh, can can find you and, and get a hold of you okay well I write for Sports Illustrated's website si.com um, I am uh, on Bloomberg TV talking about football sometimes I'm on CNN World Soccer talking about football and I can be tapped up on Twitter uh, my handle is at Ben Litt, which is Ben L-Y-T, and I'm very happy to talk penalties, take any questions about penalties. In fact, I'm going to have a Twitter Q&A probably next week um, about penalties, and um, I get asked all sorts of weird and wonderful questions. In fact, just last week I, was, I asked if anyone's leg had ever fallen off while they were taking a penalty. <laughs> now, I did do quite a lot of research into, into penalties over this period. So I spent two and a half years traveling the world speaking to people who have taken penalties and I have not yet found anyone whose leg has fallen off while taking a penalty. So if any of your listeners can shed some light on that for me, I would be delighted and I would 
probably ensure that my publishers bring out an updated version very quickly to fit that one in. <laughs> ben, Ben, we actually still got a couple minutes left here with you. And the last thing I want to ask uh, before we let you go, what has the feedback been like uh, around folks close to the England national team uh, in, in seeing this book? Ha, good question. Well, it did come out in England uh, before the World Cup last year. So... Um, I sent 20 copies to the England national team headquarters um, designed for it to be read by the coach and most of the squad. Uh, I know they received them. I do know that. I don't know how much of them were read. Um, I was hoping that I would find out because had England managed to get it out of, uh, managed to get out of their group, we might have seen a situation where they'd have been in a knockout scenario and had to face a penalty shootout. And I can recognize when, when people have read my book because I do think that there's certain tricks to learn, ways to improve your record. And, and in the recent European Under-21 Championships, the final went to penalties, Sweden against Portugal. And it was very clear to me that one team who, who I know had uh, received copies of my book um, were following a lot of the lessons that I was suggesting. Uh, and that was the team that went on to win it. It was Sweden. And four of the five penalties that they scored were kicked down the middle with pace, which is something that I suggest is uh, a good way to go. Every Swedish player celebrated uh, the penalty after he scored it, and I believe that body language um, carries with it an emotional contagion which has a positive effect on your teammates and a negative effect on the opposition. Um, And they just did everything right. The goalkeeper used sportsmanship to delay the Portuguese kickers just enough to put them off their stride, but not so much that um, he was penalised for it or that it was beyond the the, the realms of legality. Um, There were all sorts of things going on there that I felt were really clearly taken from my book. So I was pleased to see that Sweden won it. As for England, we'll only ever know if they get to a penalty shootout. So for that to happen, they have to qualify for the tournament and then get out of the group stage. At the World Cup, they didn't do that. I'm hoping that their next tournament, which will be next summer at the Euros, um, they will go back. They will go further. But I have received some interest from clubs who want me to talk about penalties further to them. So there is interest in learning more from the from the football side of it, and I'm very happy to do that. Ben Littleton, thank you so much for your time. Hope we can have you have you again on the show sometime. And uh, best of luck spreading spreading the penalty kick gospel around the world, sir. Thank you very much, Nate. Thanks a lot. Again, that was Ben Littleton, author of 12 Yards, The Art and Psychology of the Perfect Penalty Kick. We're closing this thing out on the other side of the break. World Soccer Talk Radio. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800 614 614-1242, 800-614-1242, 800-614-1242.
Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy, you get free HDTV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free pro- Professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows. Pause and rewind live TV. Even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable. Cut costs and get more. Call now. 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. World Soccer Talk Radio taking the express train home here on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Another huge thank you to Ben Littleton. Be sure to check out the book, 12 Yards, The Art and Psychology of the Perfect Penalty Kick. Like we said... Not only is this a fantastic sporting book, a fantastic soccer book, it's a philosophical and psychological examination piece, but perhaps, best of all, it's a self-help book. It will help you take better penalty kicks. we got Raphael Geller on the show tomorrow of Vice Sports. Always fun having Raphael on, talking about everything going on in Middle Eastern soccer these days. And I'm going to close the show. I opened up with Jose Mourinho destroying Rafa Benitez. i going to give a quick update on Miguel Herrera and his firing from the Mexican national team post. Christian Martinoli was the reporter that he punched in the neck in that Philadelphia airport. If you don't remember Christian Martinoli, remember September of 2013? We love you forever and ever. God bless America. That's who Christian Martinoli is, by the way. Look all this stuff up. There's some layers here. Punch in the back of the neck. What are you, Ricky Bobby's kid? Signing off, Nate Abarea, World Soccer Talk Radio. We love you, Herrera. Cheers. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.